Remember, with great power comes great responsibility. That's what's at stake here. Not choice, responsibility. When you can do the things that I can, but you don't, and then the bad things happen, they happen because of you. Misery, 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 that's what you've chosen. The real crime would be not to finish what we started. End of the line, Spider-Man. Poor Peter Parker. No mother. No father. No uncle. All alone. Whatever life holds in store for me, I will never forget these words. With great power comes great responsibility. This is my gift, my curse. Who am I? I'm Spider-Man. What's up, everybody? Welcome back to Multiverse Monologues. I am Ben Rayside. I'm Ethan Wetzloff. And today, we are going to be talking about Spider-Man No Way Home. We went to the 910 screening last night for opening night. And we're here now to talk about it and give our unabashed thoughts. Um, we're going to start with a uh, with a little bit of spoiler free just to kind of get into it and give our general thoughts it's not going to be very long but most of this review will contain spoilers and honestly if you haven't seen it don't listen to this review <laughs> i i there's just too much to talk about in this movie and i just don't want to risk anything and somehow our voice inflections are going to give away certain things i know it so we're going to try and talk about it without giving spoilers away to start it off. But, you know, I, I wouldn't be surprised if something slips through. But, <laughs> Ethan, your general thoughts in one word for Spider-Man No Way Home. If, if you can even sum it up. Amazing. There we go. I, I really, uh, no, this, this movie was As the character said in the movie, amazing. Mm -hmm. It was amazing. It, it was everything I wanted it to be and so much more. I, another thing that this review is going to be is our, our, it's going to be very loose and it's going to be our general thoughts and impressions. We are going to have another review when we get a chance to see it again. We may see it again today. We may see it again. Uh, I know I'm going to see it again tomorrow. So um, we're going to give you guys a better, more structured review uh, coming next week, but for now, this is just our unabashed thoughts. Seeing it yesterday, and I was up until two last night seeing people's reactions. I I also have not looked at one review yet. I, I I mean, I've looked at what people thought about it and just their general impressions. But you know how, like IGN and Chris Stockman and Jeremy Johns, mm -hmm. they all post their like ten minute videos on what they thought. And I haven't watched a single thing. So th this is pretty much my 
and your mm-hmm. thoughts oh, yeah. on Spider-Man No Way Home. And just a quick statistic, this movie had the third biggest box office opening for a Thursday night showing uh, ever. Uh, number one was Endgame with $60 million. Uh, number two was Star Wars The Force Awakens with $57 million. And this was number three with $50 million. Uh, so that is crazy for one night for this movie to do as big as it's done in our COVID era. And I think it totally deserves it because there is there is so much emotion, both light and dark, in this movie. And <laughs> at points, it's going to be hard to describe really how we really feel (laughs) i don't want this to get too crazy and over the top but there was so much good stuff in this movie man and i haven't felt this way since i got out of endgame a movie hasn't hit me this hard since then and it's very hard for a movie to hit you this hard but they just this movie man holy cow i know we're doing non-spoiler right now and it's just hard to say anything without saying anything (laughs) one the main takeaway i got and this isn't even a spoiler is tom holland and his acting in this movie is unlike anything that we have seen in the mcu or in his career in any other movies ever it is spectacular it is amazing it is ultimate he is so good in this film and without a doubt his best role the way he conveys humor and emotion it's unlike anything i've seen him do dude just everything this movie had to do and the fact that you come out of it with that thought that tom holland is the beast that he is it's just amazing i (laughs) it's hard to put it it really is man and so I also want to give a shout out to uh, Alfred Molina and Willem Dafoe and Jamie Foxx, all who gave spectacular performances. I, I don't want to get into any of the other villains because we might get venture into spoiler territory. But those three, it's not a spoiler. They've been in uh, merchant like uh, all of the advertising, and they all did amazing. Seeing their interactions with Peter Parker was just amazing. <laughs> it was. It was awesome, spectacular to see on the big screen again. To bring these characters back from movies that we grew up watching and have since rewatched, especially in recent times, is a feat that not many movies have going for them or can do at all. It makes me think of the first time I went and saw The Force Awakens. I can't even imagine how it felt to be a fan since the 70s when those movies came out but to see Han Solo again and Leia again I think that was akin to how we felt in this movie just seeing these characters return these these villains back in their main role was just spectacular to see and like you said the crowd reaction with Force Awakens and Endgame Mm. This movie's right up there with them, oh, as that stat you just absolutely. said. Absolutely. Money-wise, this movie in a pandemic just came under those. Holy cow! The, I, <laughs> the, How many times did our theater cheer? I think it was four. two, two big cheers, 
How right. Many, how many times did I cheer? Probably like five. I think it was about that. Yeah. Because, yeah, there, we'll get into it. But you know it's a good movie when people are cheering and the whole theater is just epic. Something interesting that happened at our showing was we, we all showed up with masks, as we've said before. and it, We were so hyped. And I don't know if this has happened with everyone, but if you wore a mask, let us know. But they did not let us wear masks in the theater. Our Spider-Man masks. masks. Yeah. All, all our Spider-Man masks. We had them on. Take them off. You cannot wear those in here. We will kick you out if you do. I was so surprised by that that they didn't let us bring Spider-Man masks mm -hmm. in. I was like, we even saw a guy with a full body suit come in. And he had to take his mask off. Come on. I don't know. I, maybe that has to do with security reasons, but I don't know. I was a little, I was a little upset. Yeah. <laughs> but did not impact my enjoyment of the movie. I didn't plan on having my mask on during the film, but just... Yo, just shout out to Micah Hat right now. I had the pleasure of sitting next <laughs> to you for this movie, and you just elevated the experience way more than the movie already did. <laughs> just uh, he, so Micah Hat dressed up as Bully McGuire, and every scene that was even slightly crazy, bro started shaking. In I was, I literally <laughs> saw him down there. I was like, yo, he's getting hype, bro. I freaking it made it so much better for me. Yeah, that that was indeed epic. There was so many crowd-pleasing moments in this movie, and yet the focus was still on Tom Holland's Peter Parker. Which I don't know how they pulled that off. Nope. No idea how they did that. And I want to say that, that this movie has the most emotion in any MCU film other than Endgame, I think. I think Endgame is the only MCU movie to hit me harder than this movie did. I don't even know. Maybe this movie did hit me harder. I still need to see it again and mm -hmm. really digest this movie for about a week before I even think about placing it on my list. But it's for sure top three in my mind, on my list. Because it, there, there's too much in this film. <laughs> there's too much goodness in this movie. And I, I, I love Zendaya. I love um, Jacob Batalon's Ned. This, this movie is epic, and I guess 10 minutes of no spoilers is good enough. I don't think you need us to say whether or not you should see this movie, because it's a Spider-Man movie first and foremost, without a doubt. Go see the movie. We will be venturing into spoiler territory from here on out. So, here is your fair warning. Holy cow, man. <laughs> Bro. Charlie Cox, Andrew Garfield, Tobey Maguire, the ah oh, dude, they're all <laughs> they're all here. I can't. All right, I I just can't believe that they pulled this off. That they intro. Ah, oh, I don't even. I can't put it to words yet. Right now, this is the reason that this movie is selling tickets because of the draw that there might be Toby and Andrew. And they were in it. They weren't just reduced to cameos. They had a significant role and were there for probably ha the ending half of the film. And I loved it. Since, from the moment they joined the movie, I was glued to the screen. Not that I wasn't even before, but every I was sitting there as I was watching them talk about their web fluid 
and how they were different and <laughs> a scene that we all thought about in memes and it was like i wonder if they're going to talk about how they can wesley and they did i was sitting there laughing to myself that i was watching this unfold on the big screen i couldn't even believe it dude not only did they bring them back but they brought them back and they built on their characters they advanced them and dude all the stuff we wanted to happen with toby and andrew freaking happened i can't believe it we got toby he didn't say the whole line but he said comes great responsibility he finished the line and dude oh my goodness that was that scene yeah, so I don't. I don't even know where to start with which we'll start part of the with, movie to start. We'll start with Daredevil. Let's just talk about go the cameos. in order. Okay. Let's just talk about the cameos. Well, cameo, and then we'll talk about those two Spider Men because that's the big thing. I want to talk about them, but I really do want to talk about Tom because this is his story, and he did give me the 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 best. If I didn't know it before, Tom Holland is the best Spider Man I've seen. And I don't think anyone, I mean, you can have your favorites without a doubt, but this solidified him, this movie, as one of the greats. Maybe even the great. But we'll talk about that when we get to it. But the beginning of this scene and the beginning of this movie starts off and he's dealing with everyone knowing that he is Peter Parker. And Spider-Man is Peter Parker. The starting felt so reminiscent of Infinity War with the uh, Marvel logo popping up, but you have J. Jonah Jameson's voiceover. Oh. I got chills during that. All he said, all his words during Far From Home were echoed on the big screen just to give people a reminder. I mean, we watched it right before the movie, so we knew what was happening, but swinging through the city, and I really like how they focused on their story and how they were trying to still get into MIT, even though the whole world was crazy. He's super famous. I think he says, and he's talking to MJ on the phone. He says, you know, I'm the most famous person in the world, and I'm still broke. It's just awesome. And so we get this montage of them finding out about their letters. And through this montage, and it stops. And we get a scene, and all we see is a cane. And immediately, I was over the <laughs> I couldn't believe it. And they were sitting there talking to Charlie Cox's Daredevil. I could, I was so, I don't remember much of the scene. All I remember was Matt Murdock catching a break. I don't remember what they're talking about. I don't. I saw freaking Matt Murdock on the screen. Holy cow. I couldn't We got Kingpin it. this week. We got Matt Murdock this week. <laughs> What a week, man. Dude, when he catches the... He throws the brick in there. Boom. How did you just do that? I'm a really good lawyer. I love that. I wish we could have gotten a little bit more. My only nitpick is that the scene wasn't... Maybe it wasn't given enough gravity because I didn't feel it because I was going crazy that we just have Matt Murdock in the MCU now. But... I wish they would have given the scene a little bit more or paid it off a little bit cuz he's like you're going to you're you're going to need a really good lawyer. But I want to see I want to see more of that. But that's just that's just me as a fan wanting more of 
him. I, I'm just glad we have the confirmation but, that he exists. Dude. <laughs> just the future of getting of potentially getting a Spider Man Daredevil movie. Oh my oh that my. just uh I please <laughs> please please please. I, so the movie they really split it up, I think, into like four different movies sort of mm. like it could have been a show and it could have been four episodes oh yeah. you have the first episode of just the aftermath of everyone finding out who peter was and it ends with them getting rejected by mit all three of them because of their involvement with spider-man mm. then he goes to dr strange that's the second part then that starts that whole thing and then he's like oh we got to catch all the villains and then the fourth part Toby and Andrew show up for the clock. Oh, man. It and just is so good. How they were revealed was epic. But I want to talk about a scene before that. And they're in, that, they're in Happy's building. And we get one of the most important scenes for this Spider-Man ever. With great power, there must also come great responsibility given to him by none other than Aunt May, right before she is killed by Green Goblin. I couldn't tell you how much I loved it and was so sad at that scene. I was, everything was perfect because right when she said the line, I immediately knew she was gone. Because they, they had her right there. He was mm-hmm. going to walk her out. And then she was like, oh, I just got to catch my breath. And then she fell down. I was like, Oh my goodness. I was so emotionally like invested in the story right now. And Tom is just sitting there. You're fine. You're okay. We need a medic here. We need a medic. And she's like, what, what's happening? What's happening? It was so, it was done so well. And I I was tearing up during that scene because of how well Tom played that whole scene out. It was so good, man. It was so good. And I think it, it juxtapositions itself very well with the very next scene. And, and I, I, if I remember right, this is how it goes. And the next scene is when they're trying to get find Peter because he's been gone. And a shot that is... If I could edit this on YouTube and get this up, I, I wish we could have the whole thing to hear now because I want to put this on YouTube. But a shot that is so beautiful is after she dies, he leaves. And you see J. Jonah Jameson, he's up on the big screen. I don't know if you remember this scene, but you see it pan Mm -hmm. out and Spider-Man is standing there with his mask off. Yeah. And it's right in front of the bugle thing. And he's talking about Spider-Man and what's happened and everything. And oh my, it was, it was perfect. Those are the scenes that make this movie not a fan service movie, but a good Spider-Man movie. And it was beautiful. And so then we get the scene of Zendaya and Ned. They're looking for Spider-Man. Well, I know how to do magic now. Peter Parker. Find Peter Parker. And you see through the portal. You can see a figure. And you're like, oh, that's... Wait. This This is how it went for me. I looked and I was like, wait. Something's not right. That mask is different. And immediately I was like, the whole theater, the whole theater went 
crazy. And Andrew came on. There was a huge cheer when he came through because everyone knows his costume. <laughs> and then he takes off his mask and it's him. And oh, it was done so well. And then they kept going and they're like, they're looking, wait, you're, you're not our Peter Parker. So he does it again. And it's faded in shadow, but we get an old friend back with Tobey Maguire. And he steps through, and I love how they look at each other for a second, and they realize, wait, something's off here. And they immediately both do backflips and shoot web shooters at each other. <laughs> and they're looking, and Andrew looks, and he shakes his head. He's like, oh, yeah. <laughs> I was over the moon, and from that, oh. <laughs> I, they introduced him way earlier in the movie than I thought. Yes. And they had so much more screen time. And I loved every single second of it. If Oh, my goodness. Any second when we have two or even all three Spider-Men interacting in this movie is just top-notch. Honestly, everything from Aunt May dying... To the rest of the movie is is peak fiction. It's 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 right there, man. It is so good, and so for the rest of the movie, the next scene you get is them saying, "Well, where would your Peter go?" You know, for me it was the Chrysler Building. Toby says, and Andrew goes. For me, it was the Empire State Building. That's a better view. And he goes, yeah, yeah, I agree. It is, it a, is a good view. view. It is a good view. And so Zendaya immediately, she realizes, I keep calling her Zendaya. I got to call her MJ. MJ says, yeah, there is a place. And they go to the place where they started off and in the beginning of the movie. And Peter's crying. And I, I love how MJ and Ned come up and they, they give him a hug. And it's just a moment right there for you to grieve with the character and... Then it pans up, and you see the outline of Toby. The and, coolest and shot Andrew. in the entire movie. They're up on that. Oh, that's. Oh, I think our theater applauded during yep. that too. Yep. Holy cow! That was the that. third applaud. Oh. <laughs> and they came down, and they have another. This scene really got me choked up, and. They sit there and they talk about, and Peter goes, I, I, I should say, Peter, Tom goes, don't pretend, that, don't pretend that you guys know what I'm going through because you don't. And, of course, we as fans know that they know exactly oh, yeah. what he's going through because <laughs> they're Spider-Man. And he goes, for me, it was my Uncle Ben. For this, and, and I like how well this movie, because they, they know how to handle Spider-Verse stories. They did it in Spider-Verse. And I like how they have a scene where they all talk about what they've lost, just as they did in Spider-Verse. And Toby says, it was my Uncle Ben. And Andrew goes, for me, it was Gwen Stacy, my girlfriend. She was my MJ. I'll never forgive myself for it. And we see later on, he gets a chance to, which is so good. Oh, And so they sit there and they talk about everything and... Tom goes, she told me with great power. And dude, Toby says, comes great responsibility. I, dude, we were, we've been talking about this movie for months. 
And that is the one thing we wanted most. Yep. Is for Toby to say that line. And not only did he say that line, but he said way more. I am just so... I, I can't even put to words the feelings I felt during just all those scenes. All these Spider-Man movies, the mess that was the Sony Spider-Man mm. universe, uh, the original three movies, the two that a lot of people consider a disaster, The Amazing Spider-Man, and Tom Holland's movies. The way Marvel is so good at going back and f- retconning their mistakes. And I... Dude. <laughs> They're so good. It's absolutely amazing. And after that, we get a scene in the lab, and they're talking about how they can they can really fix the villains and honestly make it so that retcon the old movies, I guess? Is that what they did? Because... They all go back to their universes, but I guess Green Goblin's alive and Otto's alive and Sandman gets to see his daughter. He's cured. Lizard gets to go home and he works for Oscorp now. He's cured. Jamie Foxx is no longer Electro. So it's really interesting because Tom and Toby, or uh, not Tom, Andrew and Toby, they still have their memories how things played out Mm -hmm. so when tom and toby go back what happened still is going to be what happened i gotcha but when those villains go back they have a whole new future in front of them which it's really interesting to think about so technically this movie ends with 10 different multiverse multiverses Mm. them all going back to different universes because you can't have um, Otto and Norman go back to Toby's universe. No, right. Well, as it said in as it said in Endgame, changing the past, changing the past doesn't change the future. So, it's just a separate timeline. Yeah, going to the I, past I yeah. is your future. Mm-hmm. So they're in the lab, and every conversation that they have. I mean, you even get a scene with Ned talking to Toby McGuire, and he's like, "Did you have a best friend?" <laughs> Oh my god. I, I think Toby says it. Yeah, he I did. <laughs> I forget how he says it, but at the end he goes right before he tried to kill me. He saved my life right after he tried to kill me. I think that's what it was. It was so good. And I, I love how that's referenced right at the end of the scene where he's like, "All right, I've got it." And I promise Tom, he's talking to, "I promise I won't turn into a bloodthirsty villain." Like the other two, and they all just look at each other, and they're like, what? But another great scene is they look at, because from this point on, we haven't seen Toby Maguire's suit yet. And they ask him, are you just going to go into battle looking like a youth pastor? <laughs> a washed-up youth pastor, I think, is what they call him. And he's like, no, I've got the suit. And he looks down, and oh, seeing that again was, oh, it was so... Oh, I can't I, describe. I love how they waited to reveal his suit. Mm-hmm. It was so good. Just this whole movie, man, just really blew me away that we got everything we wanted. And it really, it, 
just I'm so impressed with it. I, dude, all I'm thinking about is the movie right now, and I just want to see it again. That's what I want more than I want to do that more than anything right now. Absolutely, and we'll see how it goes. I mean, Sam's going out tonight, so we might just have to go see it. <laughs> so, <laughs> what's Sam doing tonight? She's going out with Hannah. Oh, yeah, nice. So maybe maybe we will go see it again. Um, but the the climax of this film has one of the greatest fights, and it plays to one nitpick I have with the movie. And it's not an overall thing. It's just, I, I'm a music guy, and there was a noticeable lack of soundtrack throughout this movie. There wasn't much. And as I said, I didn't think they'd use the old themes. They actually did. For a second, I noticed Electro's theme mm -hmm. when they're near the uh, electrical lines. To they played Toby's theme. There, there's a track on the No Way Home soundtrack called Shield of Pain, and they play Andrew's theme and Toby's theme back to back. And it's beautiful. And that's when they're talking about who they've lost. And it's so good. But I, I wanted there to be more of that. But there wasn't. And I didn't expect it. That's just a little nitpick of mine. But one of the greatest scenes in this movie is the fight between Tom Holland's Spider-Man and Willem Dafoe's Green Goblin on the shield mm -hmm. at the very end of the whole final battle. And it's after everyone is saved and good and Goblin comes and they're fighting on there. And Tom Holland goes crazy. That fight was so good. Done the cinematography and fight sequence of that scene was amazing. Like, it was so brutal. Yes. The blows he was. And it was all justified. He, he, he murdered Aunt May. I think he says, I want nothing more than to tear him apart. He said, I can't remember his exact words, but I want nothing more than to tear him apart. And it's, oh my gosh, is it good. It is. And during that scene, there is music, but it's quiet. It's silent. And I think they did that intentionally so you could feel the blows that Tom was landing on Green Goblin. And just again and again, and he picks up the glider mm -hmm. to smash it and Toby stops him. He redeems him. He redeems his biggest failure from those movies was the killing of Green Goblin. And he stops Tom right there and tells him. And it is, oh, it's so good. He redeems him. And before this, I forgot to say, we get Andrew's redemption. There are a lot of things we forgot to say. Well, yes, we're not. There's, uh, there's going to be a lot we miss, but we've, we've skipped the first hour and a half of the movie. We're <laughs> I know we didn't even talk about any of the villains and what we they didn't did. even. We haven't even mentioned the name Doctor Strange yet, which is crazy <laughs> because the fact that about the the batch of Cumber is in this movie and we haven't even talked about him yet is just just shows how much. <laughs> but but. The scene where she falls off and Tom is, he's about to catch her in Green Goblin. Boom! He comes and flies in and takes him out. Andrew sees and he jumps down and he saves her. And I legit teared up at this moment because he's looking at MJ and he, he's crying because it hits him so hard that he saved her and he gets his redemption. 
A scene that we all speculated about. I really didn't think they would no, do this. No, that is one thing I saw speculation on that I thought there's no way they're going to have Andrew save her. But if they did it, it would be so cool. Like, I can't... A lot of this movie was already stuff we talked about and what yeah. we wanted to see. And it all played out. You know, a lot of people are like, yeah, well, you're basically just creating a fan film. This movie did so well and still... Almost all of it was talked about beforehand. Yeah. Like, uh, I heard Brandon Davis say this. He said, there wasn't really anything that surprises you in this movie. No big surprises. But the fact that it just, like, we were so invested in all the the rumors and the leaks, sort of, mm -hmm. that we really knew every appearance. But holy cow, did they deliver on every appearance. Oh. On every appearance. And at the very end, the sky is opening. And you see hundreds of silhouettes, white silhouettes, of all people who knew Spider-Man. I, I couldn't I couldn't make out any, but you didn't make I've, heard, the, I've heard that Rhino you can the, see. The one I saw was the silhouette of Rhino. Rhino, and I've been told... And not a Rhino see. we've seen before. Interesting. The, like, comic book Rhino. Whoa. You could see his outline. I've heard that Scorpion, Craven, you can also see. I think I actually did make out Craven. It was a guy with a spear. So that could have been it. But that was so cool. And that was the trailer shot. They're starting to come through and I can't stop them. I really thought that it was going to blow wide open and this was going to start the madness that is Doctor Strange too. But they closed it up because Tom makes the biggest sacrifice that any Spider-Man has ever had to make. Mm -hmm. And they adapted it right out of one of my favorite comic book stories from Spider-Man. One of the few I've read. One last day. And he goes and his sacrifice is that he has to have the whole world forget who Peter Parker is. No one knows who he is anymore. And Doctor Strange warns him of this. No one's going to know that you're Spider-Man. No one's going to know who you are. It is going to be as though you never existed. And as soon as that happened, I knew that this movie from that point on was going to be a hot mess for me. And he went down and he said his goodbye to Toby and Andrew. And what, what an epic goodbye. They all get, He gave him a hug. They all sat there and... Just to see those two again and everyone went away. And then he goes to say goodbye to MJ and Ned. And I'll find you is what he says. I will find you. I'll make you remember. And everything goes away. And, and Dr. Strange says, um, I think he says, not bad, kid. I think he says the same thing that Peter B. Parker says to Miles in into the Spider-Verse when he goes away. Not bad, kid. I could be wrong, though. That's what I remember it being, though. That's what's going to be in my head until I see it again. And so he goes through, and, and that's it. No one knows who Peter is. And it is so emotionally impactful, the ending of this movie. From that point on, I was, I was in tears. Man, I was. Dude, the diner scene. That scene is my... I, I think it's my favorite when scene. he <laughs> goes back there and he sees MJ for the first time 
in who knows how long, maybe a day or two, but she doesn't remember him. But they do like direct, like such a good kind of, like this is a sad mirrored image, but such a mirrored image of when we first meet Toby mm. and he's first waving at his MJ mm. and she's waving at him in Spider-Man one, the yep. first one she's waving at him and he's like, Oh, she, she knows who I am. She's waving at me. He goes away, but no, there's a group of her friends behind him. Same thing. They do the exact same shot. See, I didn't even realize that. that. And yeah. oh my goodness, I love it even more now. Man, that scene killed me, man. It killed me. Because he's sitting there and he says, my name's Peter Parker. And he looks at his note card and then he, and then he waits. Because they're talking about how they just got into MIT. Something that they've been wanting. And he comes to the realization that, hey, maybe it's, maybe it's not a good idea to bring them back into this fold. And I think the moment he realizes that is when MJ moves her hair back and he sees the mm. bandage. And he says, are you okay? He's like, and she says, I think, yeah, it's okay. It doesn't hurt as much anymore. And the whole scene is, I'm getting emotional right now just talking about it. But, oh my goodness. And he doesn't, he doesn't do anything. He sits there and he says, well, good luck. And he walks out and that's it. So I, I don't know where they're going to go from here. But, but we see him at the end of the movie move into a crappy apartment. Just like Tobey Maguire. Uh-huh. And he has a GED book. He has to restart everything. No, yeah. he doesn't, he, does he even have a birth certificate? On the way back I, <laughs> from the drive home, James says, well, so, well, maybe he'll still get into MIT. And I'm, I said, James, hold on. Peter Parker does not exist. He has to go get his general education's degree and basically start from scratch. No one knows who he is, and no scene hits you harder than the diner scene, but a scene right after that. And he goes to May's grave, and Happy comes up. And I, I forgot for a second that Happy doesn't know who he is until yeah. they, they literally start talking, and he says, how'd you know her? And I was like, oh, my. it hit me so hard because since 2016 – He's been there with Peter, and since I was, I'm remembering them in the, in the hotel, and he's, <laughs> and he's sitting there. And he's like, "We have very thin walls here," and just the back and forth between them and homecoming and far from home, and just to see that again. And and, they, and then they mentioned Tony's death, and he he said, "You know, I had a friend who passed away a while back, and it was really it was like this." And he goes, "How'd you know her?" And he goes. There's Spider-Man. That's the only thing he says in Happy. He goes, yeah, me too. Oh, man. <laughs> oh, man. <laughs> I just have so many questions about this ending. So does any time Peter's picture was taken or his name was written down, is that erased? That's it, man. It just is gone somehow? People know who Spider-Man is. Yeah. Spider-Man exists. But no one knows who Peter Parker is. His identity is gone. He has no life. 
in the MCU anymore. It's just so interesting to think about because all the times he fought with the Avengers in Endgame and Infinity War, they're the Avengers are just going to remember the Spider-Man side of it, not the Peter Parker side. It's just, it's so interesting. And I said this too last night, for those of you who've, who've seen Doctor Who, it's like the silence, mm. if you remember who those guys are. They're the big uh, tan dudes with the massive mega mind type heads. But when you look at those guys, you know you're looking at them. You see them. But the second you look away, it's like you never saw them. You never interacted with them. Mm. So that's kind of like how every time someone saw Peter Parker was, they just don't remember him anymore. And now he's got to start his new life because he's not going to MIT. No. He has to do high school over. He's a freaking genius of a kid. He has to do high school again. He, he has to get, somehow get a United States ID. <laughs> But we got to talk about the just the way they ended this movie is it's a clean slate sort of That's for it. Spider-Man. Yep. But he gets to carry all the emotion and his journey with him. Only he remembers. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> but we get the cool the ending of this movie is there's a pan to a sewing machine. And you see blue and white fabric cut up and stitched. (laughs) Dude. And then you see him swinging. You don't really get a great great look at the suit. But it it looks very similar to Andrew Garfield's, doesn't it? It does, but I think it's got its own spin. You can see some, like it's, it's almost shimmering throughout the scene and we finally get a proper web slinging scene throughout the city in the snow during Christmas time with Spider-Man and oh I love how it ends and it's he he pans and he flies right into the screen and the movie ends and oh I didn't even know what to think I was just sitting there I think that's how it was because you know how a lot of movies end and there's a lot of like Endgame ended and there was a lot of cheering yeah but this had the Infinity War type deal where the ending was, the movie was fantastic and deserves all accolades, but you just felt empty inside mm-hmm. because of. It's how, not that triumphant no. ending that Endgame was. Because Pete's got to start his life over. He knows everything that happened and remembers everything, and no one else does. And it is so sad and tragic and it makes his character so interesting going forward and i think it fixes a lot of nitpicks that people have with his character Uh he is no longer what people would dub iron boy jr and he is no longer the what people would say the wimpy kid who whines about everything i mean the scene that shows that is when he's brutally beating up the goblin but throughout this movie he goes through more trauma than many characters in the mcu do and it's tragic and i i am so still invested to see where he goes but i i i remember right when the movie ended what you said about brandon davis and what he said and how do you make a spider-man movie after this because this movie was 
But the thing is, I still want to see oh, another movie. 100%. And we know so thankfully that we are getting three more movies with Tom Holland in college, I guess. I guess they dubbed it the college trilogy, but he's got to get his GED. So maybe it's going to take place during his college years, but the he might not be going. Trilogy. Yeah, right. He might not be going to college. But I wouldn't yeah. mind seeing him work for the Daily Bugle. Or Well, I guess at this – no, it's not the Daily Bugle. What was it? it? At the end, it was the Daily Fix. That's right. They they renamed it. Mm, I didn't catch that. Interesting. No, yeah, I, I'm almost confident about that. But they've he's got a new name. I'd love to see him go work for the, Jameson. Uh, d- dude, I, <laughs> I'm lost for words just with the, the whole movie and this, this ending. I'm still just reminiscing about it. The... Everything he's been through, everything he's lost, and he has nothing to show for it. No friends, no family. That's something, just Spider-Man. That's all he is right now. We've never seen it before to an extent. He has no Uncle Ben. He has no parents. But now we see a Spider-Man with no Aunt May, with no one. There really is no way home for Peter Parker <laughs> if you want to go there. But this, this movie deserves all the credit and all the accolades that it's getting right now. It deserves to be the biggest movie in the world. John Watts, Kevin Feige, Amy Pascal, Avi Arad, and the whole cast and crew of Spider-Man No Way Home deserves everything that is coming their way because they created one of if not the best spider-man film we've ever seen and i i I think we got to wait a little bit to have this movie settle in i'm going to give it a week yeah but gotta digest this right now it's it's really up there man for not only spider-man movies but for mcu movies i've heard a lot of superhero uh, movies in general A lot of people have messaged me and they've said, well, what do you think? Is it better than Endgame? Is it better than Infinity War? And I really just, I got to wait it out, man. I'm I'm the same way. The high off a movie coming off, you're going to say, any movie you see, you're going to be like, oh, that's the best movie I've ever seen. Just because you're right off the high of it. So you got to let it settle. But this movie was truly just a masterpiece. Tom Holland, we've said it a ton already, but Tom Holland in this movie is the shining star in a movie that has Jamie Foxx, <laughs> William Defoe, Alfred Molina, Thomas Hayden Church, uh, Benedict Cumberpatch, Andrew Garfield, Zendaya, Tobey Maguire, and the fact that Tom Holland shines the way he does is just a testament to his performance, his acting, the writing of the movie, just the, the director... Just everything they did in this movie is just awesome. Like, there are a few little nitpicks I have, but this whole movie, man, is insane. I I can't believe how they pulled this off. I'm so baffled at how it is just so universally loved right now. And I'm glad it is because... We have a, since Endgame. I don't think the. I think the whole the world 
the world right now it needs this movie for everything that's going on for the, for theaters number one because they're they're really suffering but it's a big deal for movie theaters because it's only in theaters and everyone's going to go see this movie of course and it's a big deal for marvel movies in general and just cinema as its own thing i'm just so glad that it's it's big and it's good and it's not it didn't happen like the last jedi because it could have it totally could have ruined characters that we've grown to love but it did nothing but that it wasn't even fan service either they didn't just put them in to put them in they built them like you said and they made them better they le they legit took characters we loved and made them better and took characters we didn't love and made them amazing i loved the scene and i i even i even hit your chair when they had the scene with toby mcguire the goat saying to andrew garfield because he says yeah you know i i want to fight an alien i'm i'm a loser and he he says whoa, whoa whoa let's just take a step back you're not a loser you're amazing i i just want you to hear that and andrew goes thanks i really needed to hear that right now because unjustly so this is how it is with every actor that takes a big role and it's not liked. The actor gets a lot of hate and it shouldn't be that way because I've always said it, Andrew Garfield and Spider-Man was never the problem with those movies. And the fact that he got so much hate and the fact that Spider-Man is his favorite character and he was over the moon getting it and then to receive it so negatively from fans, it really hurt him. I guarantee you it did. And to see him in this movie, I, <laughs> I just hope he's happy just, right now. Just see him, him in a movie that, in my opinion, does justice to his Spider-Man, his acting ability, and ju just like you said, or like we said, just retconning the movies. Like, I'm going to go back, watch the Amazing Spider-Man movies, and I'm going to like them 10 times more just because of how I know how it ends. And this movie, like, I've, I hated Elektra and Amazing Spider-Man mm. too, but in this movie, I, dude, they just, they are so, Marvel's so good. And <laughs> they are. I'm they, stumbling over my words. They right know now, how to make a movie, man. They always deliver with their big movies. If it's hyped, I again, for a third time, a fourth time, I should say, they've given us, I would say the first was Civil War. That was one of the most hyped Marvel movies at that point, if not the hyped, most hyped. They totally delivered. And then Infinity War came along. And it was like, how can they juggle all these characters and do it well? And boom, they did it. And it was perfect, and the movie is the best MCU movie at this point. And then Endgame came out, and they bookended 20, 22 movies at that point perfectly, and they pulled it off and somehow made it one of the best comic book movies ever made. And then this movie came out, and all the rumors and all the speculations and all of how much it could have gone wrong, and they still managed to pull it off in a way that was satisfying to fans and just 
justified in my mind why I love Tom Holland. And so... But justified in your mind why you love every Spider-Man. Absolutely. I don't want to take away from that. But I just... I'm glad that Tom is getting his time to really shine, man. I I just... Yeah, because like you said, ever since Toby, he was the first one to don the Spider-Man persona. Ever since great. Uh, was Spider-Man. People haven't accepted any other Spider-Man after that. But this movie, Tom Holland, is just... <laughs> I, like, I don't know how you can go away from this movie and keep saying, oh, yeah, well, because I hated seeing online, like, oh, Toby's better, oh, Andrew's better, oh, Tom Holland's better. I don't... I, I think we should like them all universally. I hate seeing these jabs at the other Spider-Man, and I think... This movie is going to really unite fans. I don't think we're going to see that anymore. I think we're just going to be excited to where Tom Holland goes. So I think I've got got maybe a little bit of questions for you, Ethan. Yeah, let's go. Did Spider-Man No Way Home live up to the hype? Yes, it lived up to the hype. Are you kidding me? It lived up to the hype and went beyond my expectations. I... Did not think we were going to get all the scenes I wanted with the three Spider-Men. We not only got them sharing war stories and tragic death stories, we got them all three in a lab together. Mm -hmm. We got them all encouraging each other. We got them all talking about web fluid and (laughs) organic webs. And we got Toby just saving Tom's character, his reputation in the end. And by the way, which was the thing that got me the most tense in the whole movie when they, uh, when Green Goblin stabs Tobey Maguire's Spider-Man. I was like, no, 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 no. They're They're not going to do it. I was like, oh no, oh no, oh no, oh no. But then he gets up. He's like, oh, I've been stabbed before. (laughs) Andrew's like, oh. <laughs> that was so good. It was. Of course. I just Spider-Man never fathomed. Up to the hype. I mean, obviously the whole lead up to this movie, we we knew the two Spider-Man would appear. But I never fathomed what that would actually be like and how that would feel to see them on screen. Like that photo you showed me before. Just... Uh, Toby and Andrew, as they uh, not dust away, they just get, what would you call that, vaporized? I don't know. They're getting sent back to their universe. That shot of them just smiling at Tom. I want that as my background more than anything. It's it's so good. It's so, so good. And talking about it, this whole conversation – has not felt like 54 minutes at all. Yeah, we're, we're sorry for how messy this whole thing. We're yes. going to do a we're de- we're going to put out another No Way Home podcast. Yes. That is definitely more organized than this. This mm-hmm. is just a spitball in here. Yeah, and just talking about the scenes that we really enjoyed and I think we'll cut it off in an hour, but where Ethan, where does where does Spider-Man go from here? Where does Tom Holland Spider-Man go from here cuz <laughs> We got a pretty interesting end credit scene 
with Tom Hardy's Venom. And he is here from the post credit scene in Venom 2. And the sequel to that post credit scene is this post credit scene with him going back to his universe. But not all of him goes back. We see a small bit of the symbiote that is left in the MCU. And boy, am I glad. So you think that's going to be the next story they're going to tell? I don't know. I... I don't. I can't see him jumping right into a, a mm. Venom storyline. The symbiote is there; it's present. I honestly don't know what the next story will be. That's mm. that's honestly why I'm so intrigued. Still, after getting this amazing Spider-Man movie, which will never be topped, it won't. But just because a movie will never be topped doesn't mean I'm not going to enjoy the next installments of Spider-Man. Yep, we can still get a Daredevil crossover which I would absolutely love. Power Man, they can bring Power Man and Luke Cage. I think that's almost where you have to go. I, I mean, I, I think that would be so cool. I also would love an adaption of Craven's Last Hunt. Have you ever read that story? That is a, oh my gosh, that's a great story. It involves the symbiote. Yeah, it does. So I would love to see that story on the big screen. I think Craven that- is... Coming very soon. That storyline is considered the best Spider-Man story. Yeah. So I think seeing that would be really interesting. I think if they attempted it and put their little spin on it like they did with uh, One Last Day for Spider-Man, I, I think they I, I think they could do it very well. Yeah, I, <laughs> I just am laughing at all the hardcore Tom Hardy Venom fans who are just coming out this movie all pissed off. What? That's all you do with it? <laughs> and I'm glad. I'm very glad that he... Because, you know, I don't like Venom. I really don't. Mm-hmm. And I'm glad that they're going to, I think, take it in a new direction. Because that's not Venom, man. No. You need Spider-Man for a Venom story. And they are yep. finally doing this. And the my favorite part about this ending was... I thought there'd be like a gray area ending where mm. maybe Tom Holland wasn't in the Spider wasn't in the MCU still. Like his Spider Man went to a different universe mm. and he had no way home. But they kept him in the MCU. But they changed his whole story. Or his whole life. I So I, it's just gonna be so interesting to see what they do next with him. I wonder, is he going to be a part of the Avengers? Or is he rogue? Is he his own he, thing? Uh, he's, Will he still have Avengers crossover movies? Because you think, you got to think it's like, I, I guarantee you will have his adventures with these new street level heroes. Like, I guarantee you he's going to see Daredevil again. I think it's stupid if they don't. I think they wouldn't just shove this scene in to introduce Matt Murdock back into the MCU. I think there's going to be a payoff to that. But... I would like to see, you know, him interact with other MCU characters. And maybe now you keep his identity a secret for good. And he he has a hard time sharing his identity because of what has happened. Mm. And that's his, that's his deal now. With great power comes great responsibility. I'm not going to involve anyone else because I am not going back to MJ and Ned, you know. So I, I think that's where he's going to go from here. No identity is going to be revealed, and I, I think it's it's so good. We're at a we're at a place where we've never seen Spider-Man before, and I, I think we're just 
again, we're so lucky and blessed to see it <laughs> unfold before our eyes. So, yeah, you think Zendaya and Nat are done in the MCU? What do you think? I was taught, I, we, we sat at the table last night when we got home and discussed it all, and that was a, a main topic. And a lot of people seem to think that they're going to be back. Jeremy and Sam, they were all sitting there, and they're like, no, I, I, I think eventually they're going to bring him back. Yeah. Because if, if Peter Parker gets involved with another girl, it'll then just, that would just be a little weird, weird yeah. right? It would just it would feel weird. And so I think if he is going to bring and start a new relationship or, or start a relationship, it's going to be with MJ. So and we even get we even get a little scene. Jeremy reminded me of it. And MJ is kind of looks kind of weird. The last time we see her, she looks kind of up and she's like confused almost. And that's it. It ends. Her facial expression reveals that maybe there's something there, but we don't know. I would love to, like, I am sold. I'm completely sold with their relationship. I love MJ and Peter together. So I just, I, I thinking about that scene, just it just hits me too hard, man. But, um, and then the last, the last crazy thing of this already insane movie is a literally a teaser for the next big thing. Doctor Strange into the multiverse of madness. And I think our prime takeaway is what if is now prime MCU viewing? Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. We get, uh, what do they call this Doctor Strange? Strange Supreme, Strange I think. Strange Supreme. We, from the, directly out of the What If series, we get him in this post credit scene. Or do you even call it a scene? Post credit trailer, I guess. It's a trailer for sure. Cause he meets, and it felt like a really messy trailer, too. It, it didn't, did. It didn't feel like a, a good flow. No. But I'm not mad because it gave us pretty much a, a little bit of a, an inkling to what we're going to get. And Wanda may not be the villain. No, yeah. Strange goes to recruit her, and he says, I'm not here to talk about Westview. And <laughs> we've got something else that needs your attention. What do you know about the multiverse? And... We get lines from Doctor Strange, from Endgame, and in the trailer. And I, I, I can't wait for them to release that online. But for now, you're going to have to go see it in the movies. But um, Strange Supreme, man. I'm, I'm so happy we're getting it. Just, just seeing him in live action was amazing. I, I'm so excited for that movie. And I, I think it, that is the tip of the iceberg because that's really where we're going to see it all go to crap i think like, <laughs> yeah, the multiverse is gonna break open oh yeah and that's that that's our that's the next big marvel thing you, morbius is coming out next month but multiverse of madness is the next which really high we movie. still don't get answers to how morbius will play out what universe is it gonna is be his in? own universe who can say but so it it's got to be his own universe because so michael keaton's vulture has to be a variant it just has to be in Toby's universe because you have that poster. You Although, also, you as also we saw, have Oscorp, and it's the logo from Amazing Spider-Man. All right, as we saw in the movie yesterday, Marvel does a great job at editing their trailers, <laughs> making us think. <laughs> yeah, one they thing really did. And doing something else. So what? What do you think the? What was the biggest change in the trailer, in your opinion? 
like the thing that when it actually happened in the movie surprised you the most? Well, one of the things that I was very happy about is the Scooby Doo this crap was played way better in the movie than it was in the trailers. I actually did laugh a little, and I just really did not not like that joke in the trailer, and I'm glad that they didn't put it there. And what I was surprised is the conversation between Peter, MJ, and Ned with Otto Octavius was a legit scene. Yeah. I didn't think I was convinced that they, it was two different scenes. They were played in two different uh, like backgrounds and everything, and it was a little weird. But no, that was that was a legit scene. But I'm just I really am glad that they didn't put the Spider-Man in the trailers because seeing knowing that they're in it but not knowing was perfect, and it made that reveal for the portal scene that much better. <laughs> I love how they in the beginning of this movie they throw in a little line. They're like, Ned's like, my grandma says uh, we have magic in the family, and then the next thing you know, he can uh, sling portals open. That was kind of a stretch, in my opinion. But in the end, he couldn't close a portal. It, it's not like he was a sorcerer supreme right away. But yeah, it, that was a little weird because it took Strange a while. Although no, I guess Strange's hands were shaky and he didn't really believe and. Okay, yeah. No, yeah, I, I don't know that. the yeah. logic of a sling ring. Like, if you have a sling right. ring, can you just do it? They didn't really I don't explain know. that in Doctor Strange, but maybe I got to go Yeah, so obviously that. Ned can't just conjure energy right now. Well, no, he's got the sling ring. That's it. That's the only thing he can do. But so, it's just so interesting. Do Ned and MJ remember the events of this whole movie? Just they don't remember the Peter Parker stuff. Does Ned remember opening that portal, hopping in and out? He's got yes. it, right? So they... I think it's what you said, though. I think it's just like the silence. It's just a random dude. Yeah. Looking at him, yeah, it's Peter Parker. And then right when you look away, it's, oh, wait, what? Who was that? Yeah. Huh. So, it, so I think that's why MJ was a little confused seeing Peter Parker again. And then he goes away and she's like, wait a minute. She's second-guessing in her head because she knows, wait, there's something there. That was weird. Because it, it is weird. It is. Yeah, so does Ned remember he was Spider-Man's guy in the chair? I think he was a guy in the chair for someone. Yeah. But that was it. I think, I think it's just a, a, a thing that happened and he doesn't really think about it. Yeah, true. Oh, yeah. Like a loose memory. Like, we all have memories, right, and we're yes. not really sure how it played out. We just remember things yeah. happening. And so I think I think they do need to continue with MJ because now I want a scene where she remembers Peter. Mm. That scene would be emotional. So good. I would love that scene. Maybe Peter watching them through, like, closed doors. They're sitting at their in their dorms at MIT, and they're doing their thing, and it, He's like, that could have been me. But then he has to go fight Craven or whoever they want to bring in at this point. I want that scene. I want that scene where she remembers Peter. That's what that's that's where that's where I want it to go. So who knows if they'll do it, but when we eventually see Spider Man again, who do you think will be the first person he tells that he's Peter Parker? When are we going to see well, Spider-Man I think again? One, I think he is going to reveal his identity to a hero. Yeah, another, a fellow Avenger. Uh, yes. Yeah. 
But I think we are going to see... Well, I know we're going to see Spider-Man in the um, freshman year. Whether that's going to be freshman year in college, or I don't think it's going to be freshman year in college. No, they said it was a prequel. Oh, they did say it was a prequel. Okay, all right. Then we're going to see him in that. Um, So this begs the question, does this variant of Peter Parker, our variant, Tom Holland, does he have an Uncle Ben? I yes, he does. Because I don't even know. On a suitcase, it says Peter B. Parker. So Peter Benjamin Parker, named after his uncle Ben. Yeah, but they could, if they really they wanted could, to, they could yes. on that real easily. I think they. I think he has to have an uncle Ben. How would that uncle Ben have died? It, I. It's really. That's what I'm most intrigued to see mm-hmm. in the freshman year. Interesting, because. Tom, or no, not Tom. Toby's, Toby McGuire's Spider-Man says, for me, it was my Uncle Ben. You know, I, don't, I didn't really see Tom Holland play that in a way like he knew who an Uncle Ben was. So was Aunt May just a single aunt who got burdened with this young Peter Parker? Maybe. I'm not going to be mm. completely mad about that. because Not at this point. because Of what they've done with his character. Right. And I think it's solidified that, yeah, th- this isn't going full comic book. This is his story. And I think it solidifies. And it was, I can't believe they, they did it. They had her do the line. That's a big risk, mm-hmm. having May deliver the line, especially Marissa Tomei's May, who is regarded as the worst one. But I wasn't mad at all. I loved that scene. It was beautiful. I and loved it so much. It is so impactful because... We've had two movies with her leading up to this one. Mm. So that loss hits way harder than the loss of Uncle Ben did in the other two Spider-Man movies. Because we did get a bigger lead up to it. So it just, it hits harder. And you know that you've seen this genuine relationship between these people. Yeah. And Aunt May in this movie really was fighting for Peter's redemption arc. Which... (laughs) <laughs> she helps people. I do think Peter was way too quick to just invite all the, the villains into the house for the party. But almost for a second, you almost believe it. It can yeah. happen. Because, I mean, we all know Goblin's a trickster. But it's it's so interesting to see how it all goes down. Because for just a second, you think it's all going to work out. And they get Otto back online. And there is a beautiful sequence of him realizing, and he gets his spider sense, mm-hmm. and it's a quiet pan through the room, and he's like, oh, no. And he webs Goblin's hand, and he's like, Peter, Peter, Peter. It's like, it's, it's, he says something like, it's some gift you have. And I loved that scene. It was so good. And so, I, for a second there, you almost think it is going to work out. And then it all goes to crap. Because they all leave, and he has his aunt die, and oh, it's Who, so tragic. <laughs> who's your favorite introduction? Which villain was your favorite? For me, when Sandman appears, and you see that that relationship that was built in Spider-Man it's 3. It's still there. It's still there. That, that was my favorite right there. I was just so pumped to see them build on that, because Spider-Man 3 
it gets his crap and it deserves some crap. But Sandman, he, I just wanted to see more of him, and I got that in this movie. I think my favorite was Green Goblin. Yeah. He's sitting in the alleyway, and we get one of the famous sequences of Osborne talking to Osborne, the mask talking to the man. Mm -hmm. And he's sitting there, and, oh, it was just perfectly reminiscent of that old film, and it brought me right back into his character. And I'm surprised how good Willem still looks to this day. It just really... You really have to have seen every Spider-Man movie to enjoy this yes. movie as much as you did. Yes. I really want to see how it, this movie would feel to someone who's never seen a Spider-Man movie before. Or who's has gonna... just followed Tom Holland's Spider-Man. Yeah. Who hasn't seen Andrews and Toby's stuff. How weird or, in, or good gotta, it would feel. i got to ask James that. Has my brother. He, he he's never, he, well, he's never seen the Tobey Maguire Spider-Man okay. movies. Yeah. And I, I think he hasn't seen those Andrew Garfield ones in a while. So I'll, I'll ask him when I go see him tonight. But, I mean, I know he loved it. But those scenes, like a scene on the bridge, which was beautiful. You get the reunion of Toby and Doc Ock. And they're sitting there and they're like, Peter, how are you? It's good to see you, my dear boy. Just like the old movies. <laughs> it was so good. And he's like, how are you? And he goes, trying to do better. Perfectly reminiscent of the scene in Spider-Man 2 where he says, Peter Parker, your Connor student. He tells me you're brilliant. He also tells me you're lazy. And Peter Parker goes, I'm trying to do better. Just Oh, it was. It, they played them all so well. We also got a great reference to those movies when uh, Osborne says, "You know, I'm something of a scientist <laughs> myself." I laughed so hard at that. I couldn't <laughs> believe it. It was perfect. They played it so well, and I can't believe how not only did they serve justice to Tom Holland's character, but the other reincarnations of Spider-Man. Those movies. They serve justice to him just as well. Yes. It truly is Spider-Man Endgame. <laughs> yes. I couldn't believe it. I'm just waiting for uh, uh, the memes or whatever to start coming out in a week or few. Oh, yeah. Which portal scene hit you hardest? And it's the Endgame portal scene and then the portal scene from this movie. Because it's, <laughs> it's a fair question. Which one gets you... The most emotional. I think when I, I, re, I rewatched Endgame um, a couple months ago, and a scene that hits me hard, not just because it's Endgame, but because of Chadwick Boseman, when he walks through the portal mm. coming back from the dead, it hits me harder now because he is passed on. Yeah. And so that scene hits me really hard because of that reasons, but... Story-wise, not even Tobey Maguire. I think it's Andrew. That scene, the emotions I went through during that scene was unlike anything else. I love how they did it, how they introduced Andrew Spider-Man first. Yep. And then they brought out Tobey. But they were both awesome. <laughs> they were? Oh, yeah, absolutely. They're like, you're not Peter Parker. It's like, what are you talking about yes i am and then immediately uh i don't know the exact terminology used but he starts breaking down the 
the science behind the multiverse. He's mm. like, it's real. Like he gets it right away. And yep. I love that because we did see how Andrew Garfield's Spider-Man did seem a little more nerdy and intelligent on that kind of yep. field because we see him in the amazing Spider-Man 1 working with, uh, who was it? J- Connor, Dr. Connors. Mm-hmm. And he immediately picked up on it. I was like, dude, that's so cool. And you can't come out of this movie no. and not just appreciate each Spider-Man for who they are. And I really would like to meet someone who didn't like this movie. Because <laughs> I, I would like to I would like to meet you and 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 go through your uh, what you didn't like because I, I I really do like this movie and I think it's going to go down as one of the best comic book movies ever i mean it's going to be on people's lists like when people like when people say okay so here's my top five this is on there mm-hmm. not just because it's a fan service movie those movies usually don't make it on there but because it's a good movie legitimately like 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 the dark knight good now i'm not saying this movie is as good as the dark knight but maybe it just needs time and that's what i think we're going to give it because we've talked for an hour and 15 minutes, and I think this is where I'm going to cut it off because we've given our thoughts, we've <laughs> given our impressions. Yeah. There's still so much to say, but we're going to save that for when we have a legit time where we can break the whole movie down, where we've sat down and we've seen it again so we can give a more accurate review. And I just, I'm excited to see this movie again. So. <laughs> I, I can't picture it world where I don't see this at least two or three more times. Oh yeah. And, and I'm all the more happy for it because now that this movie is out and we've seen it, I almost have a sense of relief because now I can I can I can continue now. No, because <laughs> when you've already seen a movie that stress of seeing it for the first time is gone yeah, because yep. you're not worried about being let down. You already know how to feel. So when we go see it again, we can appreciate every scene yes. even more than we already did because we know how it plays out. Like I'm so excited to see when they come in again because I know I missed a few lines because we were cheering. I want to see those. Mo- I mean, we're probably there's probably going to be cheering when we see it again. I'm gonna cheer every freak. I'm gonna cheer even louder. The it just gets time. me excited, man. I just I'm I'm so looking forward to it, but. That's, that's where we're going to cut it off today. Let us know what you thought of Spider-Man No Way Home. What you liked. Maybe what you didn't like. I'd like to hear what you, uh, uh, your nitpicks on it. But uh, overall, I think this is a massive win for Sony. It's a massive win for Marvel. But most importantly, it's a massive win for Spider-Man fans all across the world. Spider-Man No Way Home is a success. A success and I think that... <laughs> We are so happy that we get to live in a time where this movie's out and it's it's delivered on the hype and it's everything we hoped and dreamed it would be. So for now, this has been Rayside. This is Ethan Wetzloff. Signing off, we hope you guys have an absolutely fantastic day. <laughs>